What's good, fam? It's your boy Jorge, and welcome to the Gamer Boys Podcast, episode 49. Do we call this the return of Hater Dave? I think uh, I think this is the return of Hater Dave, of course. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to be here. Hey, everyone. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming on the show today. What have you been doing, dude? It's been a minute since you've been in studio. I know. I think last time you mentioned me, you actually commented that I had a drinking problem. Oh, okay. If that was in reference to our time in Vegas, you're probably right. But so is that where, you're, where you were? You, you, you went to AA or something? No, actually, I haven't recovered at all. I'm still drinking. Okay. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. Uh, no, everything's going good, man. Everything's great. Just uh, living life, working. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not a whole lot going on. You and me started doing a lot of biking. Yeah. So that's been fun. Yeah, we've been uh, riding some mountain bikes. Yeah, so. Been a good time. I don't know. You I, just try, gotta... I tried to start my own podcast. Yeah. Um, working out some kinks. A little too uh, uh, graphic for my liking. So we're kind of working out some uh, some details. Yeah. But, you know, we're getting there. Yeah, when you get that going, podcast is called Two Dumb Hunks. Yeah. Yeah, Two Dumb Hunks. So we'll we'll let you guys know exactly where to catch uh, Hater Dave's podcast. Uh, iTunes or anything like that. We'll let you guys know when it's up and available. Nice, cool. But uh, let's uh, let's start the podcast out right. Like I know your guest today and everything, but that doesn't mean we won't start it off right. You know. So. Oh man, I've been waiting all day for that. <laughs> yeah, yerba mate. Yeah, we go on a on a bike ride this morning. We did about it wasn't nothing major. I know all the bike people out there when we say how much, how far we went, they're like, oh, that ain't shit. But we did about seven eight miles today, just some pretty easy stuff, and then you know hit some little trails that were pretty fun. But uh, and then some uphills and stuff like that. So that was fun. But all day I've been waiting to pop that can open. Oh yeah, for sure, and drink it. For sure. Are you sure it was only seven or eight? I could have swore it was like 25, 26. I mean, that's what it feels like, for sure. <laughs> so we, we got out late in morning, so it, it, I think it hit 90 degrees before Yeah, we it was back. pretty hot out there, for sure. That's uh, when you get that big sweat on. So, you know, keeping hydrated is good. But uh, I didn't want to chug two or three of these already, so I kind of paced myself for the show Yeah. to open one. But yeah, big thanks to Goraki Yerba Mate for the sponsorship here for providing us all the Yerby cans that we can drink. We love it. And then also big shout out to Headshot Red Dot. Check out headshotreddot.com and buy yourself a device. We're going to have some in hand pretty soon for some giveaways. And then also check out kwcreative.com if you guys need any logos or any websites made for your companies, your Instagram, anything like that, kwcreative.com. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, last time I was on, if I had a headshot red dot yet, I don't think you did, but no. I have since gotten one and they're, they're pretty awesome. Yeah. As long as you don't like, I mean, as long as you like center it perfectly and then just, cause I think I Velcroed mine down or something oh, okay. to the point where I didn't, I never have to worry about it again. Yeah. It's awesome. Just yeah. goes right on with my PS4 and off I go. Mm-hmm. So totally worth having. For sure. So, uh, let's get into some gaming news. What do you got going on over there? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do some gaming news. Um, so to kick things off, we're going to start it with uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, the game was originally released in 2015, so it's actually considered old yeah. in the gaming world. But, you know, they've made so many updates and stuff through time that um, that they kept it alive. You know, I don't know what kind of user base they have, but mm-hmm. it, it is a pretty cool game. I think we were talking before, you said you had you played like the uh, Rainbow Six Vegas yeah something like that yeah, yeah I mean it's a popular game people love it and actually the Rainbow Six uh, I believe has a pretty good competitive uh, esports league right you know, right teams yeah, and stuff like that so yeah it's pretty good yeah it's definitely team based and um I mean, the game's uh, the game's active on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, uh-huh. and for the next week, it actually started August twenty eighth, which was um, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. So if you guys are are hearing this, jump on this as soon as you can. But uh, they're giving you it uh, for free, yeah, for one week. So starting yesterday, which was the twenty eighth. Wednesday the twenty eighth. You guys hop on. You can download it. Um, it's it's full access too. It's n- okay. uh, nothing's restricted, so you guys can hop on and try the entire game. Oh damn, that's week. that's pretty cool. So the whole game for free for a week. Yeah, damn. Otherwise, and you know, I think right. I mean, the game was released in two thousand fifteen. So I have 
uh, the article I read actually didn't comment on the price of the game if you decided to buy it, but I'm sure it's probably an easy 20 or 30 bucks, nothing bad. <clears throat> I'm sure, though, um, I, I believe, I forget in the past podcast we talked about it, but where they had kind of like a, a release of a game for, mm-hmm. for free. Right. At the end of uh, the like free whatever, they gave you an option to buy the game at a discounted price. So I think that's kind of what they'll probably do this time. So you download the whole game, obviously, already. So when you're done playing the game for the week for free, they're just going to say, hey, how about you just buy it for this price or whatever. So I think that's uh, kind of the easy way, the easy route, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Especially if you, uh, anymore if you're downloading a game. I mean, yeah. how many gigabytes are you looking at? 90? Yeah, exactly. So, so you already got it. Yeah. Might as well. Next game, um, NBA 2K20. Uh-huh. So that's coming out, uh, I believe, in September. Okay. And... Uh, some additions that they've made to the game and upgrade from last year is now they're actually including the uh, WNBA teams. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I heard about that. So that's cool. Good to see them uh, including that. Um, there'll be twelve teams available from the WNBA, and then also some of the other things that they're adding. Uh, there's a big head mode, which oh. is which is just like exactly like it sounds. I think yeah. that was like a cheat code for like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was I think it? a couple games had something yeah. like that, even like so, racing games. Yeah. So like he had a huge Scotty Pippen racing up and down the yeah up and down the court or a giant head anyway. Um, some of the other things they added uh, is disc golf and pedal powered go kart racing. Pedal powered go kart and disc golf on a basketball game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know disc golf. I whatever. I wonder if there was a need for them just to add that, or they were just like. Hey, you know what? This is just an extra bonus. Uh, you might get burnt out on just playing NBA, you know, two. Yeah, or I have no idea. I don't know what they were thinking, of, especially with disc golf. Yeah, like maybe it was just an easy, untapped uh, market to just add. You know, because I'm, you know, they probably already it, it probably wasn't too difficult for them to add the graphics and stuff just to make it happen. Well, is uh these games are EA, right? Yeah, I believe they're EA, and I remember they used to have the you know EA Tiger Woods a golf whatever it was called oh right 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 so i wonder if it's just a market where they're trying to see if people actually play it and if they like it and if they like it maybe next year they'll come out with uh you know 2021 or 2020 yeah. uh disc golf yeah something, you know, something huh? weird that's interesting yeah i'm sure they'll collect that data on that on yeah the back for end sure. to figure out how many people yeah, are playing that's kind of just random especially and then a paddle or yeah pedal powered go-karts yeah yeah like a b a b a b to get it going or what yeah. i don't know i don't know that's weird um anyway that so the game will launch nba uh 2k20 will launch on september 6th it'll be on uh, ps4 xbox one switch and pc so pretty much all the major right consoles out there um might be worth checking out i don't know if whoever likes basketball you know it's a good time. I think I watched one of my friends play it on the Switch on an airplane once, and I was oh, like, okay. that's actually a pretty good setup, you know? Yeah. I'm not huge on the Switch for taking it on the go, but uh, I don't know. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, new updates to Apex Legends. Season 3 is coming up soon. Uh-huh. Um, some that's crazy. Th- yeah. Is it Season 3 already? It's Season 3 already, but it's crazy it's still around. Yeah, so starting in October, that's supposed to be released. Uh-huh. Some of the upgrades they're talking about are um, a new uh, legend weapon. I'm sorry, not a legend weapon. Jeez. Um, a legend, which is one of the characters. Oh, okay. A new weapon and some changes to the map. Uh, the new weapon uh, is supposedly supposed to be the charge rifle, which is actually one of the uh, weapons they use to kill the Titans in the original games, Titan, right, yeah. Titanfall. Right. Uh-huh. And then um, let's see the the new legend. His name's Crypto and uh, his tactical skills summon a controllable drone that can remotely open doors, loop bins and pick up teammates uh, respawn banners. Huh. So that's so, I mean, cool. that's pretty cool to have yeah. to have a drone flying around. It doesn't say like if there is a uh, radius to how far you could be using that drone mm-hmm. or not or if it can just roam freely. I don't I don't think they would do that, but um that'd be that'd be a pretty cool uh addition yeah and then his ultimate i guess that's what they call it like their power move uh-huh. um it sends the drone will send out an emp pulse oh, um okay. that does shield shield damage to the enemies or your opponents and um it slows them down a little bit okay so that's pretty cool yeah that's uh that's pretty interesting and then uh like i said the charge rifle they're gonna add that that's supposed to be the first anti-titan weapon so yeah, although they didn't say anything about 
including like titans to fight on right. the map. And I know that's kind of what they everyone's been wanting. Right, right. So if they're kind of including this weapon as a teaser of like just stick with us and this will come out eventually. Yeah. Would would eventually be too late? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're kind of they're like I think you guys mentioned before their numbers have already started dipping, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's I mean it's probably not doing so great. And then like the charge rifle, um it's actually the longest range of any uh, anti-Titan weapon that they had in the gameplay. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like a really slow, uh, you, what, do, what would you call it? A really slow weapon. Like, like, yeah, like reload. It's not like rapid fire right. by any means. Yeah. So it's really powerful, but really slow to use. So if you get a shot off, you could, could, could take a couple seconds before you get the next one. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, Fortnite and Borderlands collide in the latest update. I heard about that. Yeah, so this one's called Patch uh, 10.20. Yeah. And um, specifically to Fortnite, the patch is, is taking place. It's actually already live. Um, what it did is uh, it introduced Borderlands and Pandora area mm-hmm. on their map. So, you know, have you ever played Borderlands before? Not really. I, I, th- I played it briefly, and I... I think I liked the game, but I was too tied up with other things, probably oh, okay. like Red Dead or something. Yeah. Um, so, so that was cool. So, um, some of the perks, like uh, I think you were talking to me about an area uh, in Fortnite where they where you can't build anything. Yeah, Tilted Towers has become like the <clears throat> Wild West. So you go into Tilted Towers, and right when you enter that area that's Tilted Towers, you you uh, automatically change into a cowboy. Like I have a cowboy oh, right, outfit. Yeah, yeah. So it changes into that, and then you drop in, and then yeah, you can't break anything. You can't build in there. So it's basically one on one. Uh, gunfights so that's right. pretty cool so so in this added area that they've introduced from Borderlands um, the perk is you have a regenerative shield that uh, recharges after four seconds oh, okay so it's actually kind of like a you know just, well it's exactly what I, what I said it was yeah. it's a regenerative shield so like if you're taking some damage and stuff and you're able to find some uh, find some shelter you, it'll regenerate for you which mm-hmm. is which is pretty awesome it looks like uh, that Pandora area will stick around until September 10th until the until the next uh patch update Uh so that's cool and then also i think there was um what was the name of the the new robot they added brute brute Uh, maybe it's been around for a while yeah a little bit since the beginning of uh season 10 yeah so brute um the the patch kind of introduced they nerfed him a little bit Mm -hmm. and then they also introduced um this shield bubble was what they're calling it where you can kind of hide and it'll help protect you from brute okay um, so that's probably, it sounds like maybe there was a lot of, uh, complaints regarding. Yeah. There was a lot of issues with that saying they're overpowered and I mean, yeah, I don't really play the game too much anymore, but, uh, when the season launched and I went in there, I was like, I just happened to land and I was like, what is this robot? And I went right. in it and I seriously, I, I got second place. Oh, that's awesome. And I didn't even know how to use it. And it's for two people, you know, so okay, one cool. person drives it, the other person shoots. Yeah. And I was just like switching back and forth. So you and play- I actually lost to another robot. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're playing that, so it's both available in duos and uh, single player? Uh, yeah. It's probably, yeah, I don't know if it's on squads, but I mean, I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Right. Cool. And uh, last game to talk about today is uh, Mario Kart, Nintendo. Okay. Finally, it, this is kind of a weird concept, but I guess a lot of people are doing this now. But um, so they're releasing Mario Kart um, on mobile devices. Oh, OK. Right. And they already have a couple games out. Uh, one's Dr. Mario World and the other one's Super Mario Run. Um, like those two, Mario Kart's going to be free to start. And then they have micro transactions within the game. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. To get so, better uh, cards <laughs> and characters. so, I mean, I've never been huge on mobile gaming. I've even looked at buying like the the Switch, you know, and then I know they're coming out with the new Switch um, console that's completely mobile. Yeah. But that's kind of like a killer for me because I think I would want to play it on the big screen, right? Right. At home, I'd like to just sit there. Yeah, and you want to be able to have a variety. Yeah. yeah, and then I think part of part of that for me is like the experience. I don't want to take my gaming out of the house or anything. I think it'll kind of unless you're on an airplane, like you said earlier, <laughs> so stuff like, like that. One of the few yeah. places, right? But I mean, I don't want my kids to go through the same thing. Like I don't want to see my kid with an iPad in his hand while we're going somewhere. So anyway, they're going to release the game on September 25th, and um, like I said, it's not their first game that they've had out there. Uh, I, I'd be interested to see what it's going to look like. Have you played any of their mobile games yet? No, but being such a classic, it's kind of like you have to try it. Oh, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, that's like 50% of the reason why I'd buy a Switch is Mario Kart. Yeah. 
Well, like, yeah. So just imagine it now on the go on your phone. So wherever you're at, like, uh, just say you're at, you know, you drop off your car to get an oil change and you don't have someone to pick you up and you're just sitting there. You just pull that out and you're playing Mario Kart. I think that's pretty bitching. So uh, it just depends on how it play, uh, how it runs on your phone, but I'll yeah. definitely try it out. That's one of the things. Um, so the game's going to include like 30 racers. I think uh, I think some of those are included in like multiple versions of the same character. So maybe Princess will kind of be like... Different color. Yeah, yeah, different colors. And then also there's supposed to be... Um, some of the courses are supposed to mock real cities around the world. Right, yeah. And some of the characters that they brought to the table. So if there's like two or three different... Pr- versions of princess mm-hmm. some of her uh, regalia or whatever is going to match that of the city that that oh, okay. you're racing in yeah so if it's like london i saw some some uh, photos of it it was like paris yeah so that's pretty cool so yeah so that'd be cool and then um and then those courses so they're gonna have some of the original courses but then the the courses that represent uh something similar to what we find in the real world um those are gonna be on a rotating schedule every two weeks so they'll kind of rotate them out that's cool you know they've been doing this for a while like teasing this i believe last year if you went on google maps i think it was only on android if you went on google maps your little cursor that shows you how where you're going it turned into mario Oh, really? Mario Kart, yeah, that's awesome. It was only for like the weekend or something like that, but they've been teasing this for a while, so it's pretty cool to finally uh, almost have it. Yeah, and, and you especially can, being mobile, and you can pre-register for the game. But as of now, there's no known perks to doing so. So right, just I guess if you're stoked to to try just, it, yeah, you just want to. One of the things I did read though that was kind of a downfall was <clears> they were considering that um, w- in, during gameplay on your phone, you would be using it vertical. So like up and down instead of like landscape, hmm. which I, I can't imagine that'd be real, but yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't and know. It didn't, it didn't talk about any of the controls other than maybe you just use your finger, uh, left and right on your screen to uh-huh. control your, um, your steering. Yeah. Otherwise I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him go landscape and, right. and you can just tilt your phone to steer. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, uh, but real quick before we end the actual gaming, uh, an earlier leak has now been confirmed, along with some new details. Uh, the distributor Nighthawk uh, Interactive and developer Digital Eclipse have announced Disney uh, classic games Aladdin and The Lion King for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And they're set to release this fall for $29.99. Nice. So it's going to be Aladdin and The Lion King remastered. H- uh, 1080 HD everything. Uh, so the Aladdin version is going to be the Sega Genesis, Game Boy, and Super Game Boy versions, and then the Lion King is going to be the Super Nintendo version. As the leak suggested, players will be uh, able to rewind any of the games and play them in 1080p uh, with updated visual effects and enhancements. Uh, Aladdin will also feature newly difficult adjustments camera refinements bug fixes and promises some additional surprises so it'd be kind of cool if like will smith genie popped up all right yeah <laughs> probably not awesome. so the bundle is up for pre-order at best buy so it's the bundle you're not just gonna buy one it's gonna be both of them so that's pretty cool if you're like a for like nostalgic wise if you yeah i remember the Aladdin game i don't i what's well, it's, I've never played the Lion King one. It's interesting that they're doing that because Di- Disney is actually coming out with their own gaming service. Yeah. So so they're releasing that on all consoles then, huh? Yeah. Okay. But the the games weren't brought out by Disney. So like I said, uh, Aladdin's like, it's Nighthawk Distributor Interactive. Okay. So they might have the rights just to the game. Maybe they license the character yeah, for the so game. Yeah, so I don't think Disney can do anything about that. If those guys want to bring it out, then it's going to come out. Right, right. You know, so. okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that Aladdin one. And um, if you're getting the bundle anyways, you're going to get the Lion King. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. Pokemon Masters is now out on iOS and Android. So Pokemon Mo- Masters is a new mobile game featuring trainers from multiple games and regions. It is now available, like I said, on Android and iOS. So it's just a new version. So it's not like the Pokemon Go where you just uh, go out there by yourself, basically, and catch your Pokemon, and you can build your team, and you can PvP battle and stuff like that. And I heard PvP's uh, 
it's gonna get huge yeah i'm surprised it's not I, i've watched you guys play and i'm surprised people aren't like in the parks challenging each other or something. yeah exactly but it's gonna actually get big they just yeah. had a championship with that and i think it went pretty well where i think they might they could consider saying you know we're gonna do tournaments huge tournaments and i mean niantic already does huge events so why not right uh so this one uh pokemon masters is basically you're recruiting trainers so it's like you and two other trainers so you could play it's like a uh live you're playing live and you could get players from across the country across the world to be on your team oh nice and you're playing together and then it's also not just throwing a ball and you know just catching pokemon as a trainer you actually interact and you fight as well so okay i don't know sounds pretty cool so if you're into that um you know it has a three versus three battle format uh, you know, has a lot of cool, cool little things. I think my kid might actually like this, but you have to have like three other people or, you know, a few people that play with you all the time, I think, to be fun. Right. So I don't really know if I'll get into it. So I don't know if we'll get him into it, but uh, we'll see. We got does a lot it, of Pokemon Go stuff to do. Does still. it mention anything on there about like, I know when you guys are out doing like the uh, group battles and stuff, uh-huh. uh, you can just replenish your Pokemon at the end. So mm-hmm. is there at any point you actually, like if you're doing uh, PVP, do you actually lose your Pokemon if they're like killed no, in battle? You, no, you, okay. just, you just lose that battle. Okay. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so going towards Pokemon Go, the Gen 3 legendary Rayquaza, Rayquaza, I like to call it Rayquaza. Uh, Made its return to Pokemon Go earlier this month, but won't be available in the game for much longer. The legendary Pokemon is scheduled to leave raids once again in a couple of days, making this your last opportunity to catch it and also to possibly catch a shiny. And I knew this, right? I went out yesterday with uh, our girl Looney and we did about four four five raids together just me and her we had two phones two accounts so it was four of us basically yeah uh we did uh i think four or five raids and i got a shiny oh that's funny i thought you guys were out like planning an event i'm like what the hell's taking them so long i I was waiting on you for something i don't remember what we were doing but go bike riding oh yeah but yeah (laughs) uh, no we weren't we weren't raiding um i told her man i need a shiny and it just so happened and it's funny because a guy at this location that we showed up uh Super popular location, so she kind of just went on her phone and said, "Hey, if anyone's out here, we're out here gonna raid." And you like seriously, like ten minutes. It wasn't even that much, and three guys showed up. Oh, really? Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, anyways, one of the guys, he's like, "Man, I've seriously done like fifty to seventy Rayquaza raids, and I haven't gotten a shiny." And he's like, "It's not like that. I like it that much." It's like he's like, "It's one of my favorites, but it's not that big of a deal." Right. But it's just the fact that I can't get one that I have to do it. Yeah. So we do it, right? And I had my phone and my my other phone that my son uses as his account. And I click it and then I get a shiny, dude. And I look at the guy and he's like, would, would you get a shiny? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it was so funny. And he was he was bummed out, but you know, it's like, hey. Yeah, also, he started yeah. raging out there. Where, yeah. where are you guys at? The Capitol or yeah, something? Yeah, we were at the Capitol That's building such a great there. place. So yeah, so uh, make sure you go out there at all five-star raids. Um, they're going to be available up till 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern on September 2nd. So after September 2nd, you're out of luck. And who knows if they'll bring it back, you know. So we got, uh, we got a few in our in our stuff here. But uh, Shinies, I, I heard, are really hard to find of the Rayquaza, which is cool. You yeah. know, not make it easy for everyone. But there's a, a lot happening on Pokemon Go, which also include the first Gen 5 Pokemon and the new Thousand Year Slumber special research quest that leads to the mystical Pokemon Jirachi. So I'm sure all you guys know about that stuff. So make sure you go out there and start grinding on all that. The weather event ends, I believe, tomorrow or maybe Saturday, something like that. So... You know, if you want to catch all those all those shinies, make sure you go out there and you get, you got to grind. That's all you got to do. And then also, I just want to give a shout out to uh, a couple of content creators. Uh, like I said it last time, these guys I believe are really good content creators. They they're family friendly. They provide 
good content as far as like the stuff they do on a normal basis with Pokemon Go. And then also they provide updates and news just like everyone else does. But, um, you know, they're fun to watch. So I just want to give them a, a shout out. Um, JT Gilly and then also Mystic7. So if you guys want to some content creators of Pokemon Go, make sure you check out those two guys. Um, they're they're my favorite right now. So. On YouTube, right? On YouTube and all across uh, social media. So oh, okay. JT Gilly all across and Mystic7 all across. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so going into the news, sad news. You know, this usually happens with our podcast. And, you know, we, we got to pay our respects and everything. The fastest woman on four wheels dies in a car crash. So Jesse Combs. The professional racer known for breaking the land speed records died in a car crash attempting to go nearly 500 miles per hour. Holy smokes. What kind of car? Uh, it was a jet. I don't know what kind of car, but it was like <laughs> it was a, a Nissan Datsun. No. Uh, she, Jesse died Tuesday in Oregon in a jet powered car. So it had like oh, a wow. jet engine in yeah. it. So, I mean, yeah, it was, don't matter what kind of crash it was you're probably not surviving that you know which is crazy uh but according to multiple reports the harney uh county sheriff's department was called to the scene of the fatal crash in that alvord uh desert around 4 p.m in washington uh yeah washington or oregon terry uh madden the member of uh, combs crew confirmed her death on instagram on wednesday morning he calls jesse the most amazing spirit that i have ever or will ever know he adds that he was the first one to the scene of the horrific accident and everything was done possible to try and save her. But, you know, obviously uh, they, they yeah, couldn't. I can't see it 500 miles an hour. There's a whole lot left. Yeah, I wonder if there's a video. And um, it doesn't say, like, how fast she was actually going or, like, anything. You know, it just says that she crashed, so we don't really know much about it yet. But um, I'm sure there's video out there, and I don't know if that's going to be released or whatever. But, yeah, that's you know, that's kind of kind of a shady situation there to release a video, but you know, everyone wants to see it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Combs was reportedly trying to break her own land speed record, which was set in 2016 by driving nearly 478 miles per hour in the same desert where she passed away. Uh, she tried previously in September of last year. So it kind of seems like this is the time she usually tries. Right. Yeah. Uh, she earned her nickname in 2013 when she broke a 48 year old record by reaching 398 miles per hour in her North American Eagle supersonic speed challenger. And if Jesse Combs sounds familiar, she was also a TV personality and she was uh, a, a regular on Mythbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she wasn't the redhead one, she was the blonde hair one. Man, sad. And she was also on the show Overhauling. Uh, Jesse passes away at the age of 36. You know, you know what's crazy about that stat you just read was, uh, I think you said in 2013 she broke a 48 year old 40, record, yeah, um, and hit 398 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and then just three years later she broke that record by another 80 miles an hour. Yeah, right. Because it was like 478. Was 478. It? Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. And then now she was trying to hit 500. I, I mean, it's sad. It is very sad. But I kind of. I kind of laughed a little bit at the fact that she died trying to break her own record. Like maybe sometimes you got to call it, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's like a hard thing right there where you're saying it's like, when is enough enough? Yeah. Like say, so say she actually hit the 500 mark Would 500 mark be enough or would she have to be like, all right, well I hit 500 now I have to hit 520. Right. You know? So it's one of those things. It's like a, a evil inside of us that we're not content with what, you just did or whatever. Right. You know, so I give uh, a lot of props to people that do call it quits when they know, <laughs> they know when it's right. time to call Quit it quits and they head. do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty sad. So rest in peace and condolences to her family, friends and colleagues. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So Matthew McConaughey is now a college professor. And he will, uh, well, fall uh, semester has started, right? Yeah. So he's already, yeah, he's already teaching. 
What are we in last week of August? Yeah, it's already started. Yeah, it's already started. Well, it depends on kind of where you're at, but right. it's for sure already started last week of August. Uh, so he's a legit professor. Actor Matthew McConaughey is now a professor, and he will teach classes at an American university beginning this fall. The University of Texas appointed the Oscar winner the role of a professor in the school of Moody College of Communication. So that's like their communication department. Right, school. okay. He will teach classes in the Department of Radio, Television, and Film. That's fitting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when I read this, I was like, come on now. But as further, as I went further into it, I'm like, all right, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But the school said in a press release that it, uh, they appointed McConaughey to professor in recognition of his outstanding work as a teach and mentor to the, skid, uh, to the school students. He's been uh, visiting... He's been a visiting instructor at the UT since uh, 2015. He started uh, at the time co-teaching a film production class alongside faculty member Scott Rice. In that role, McConaughey created some of the course curriculum. So I wonder. I wonder. So, like the the glaring question in my brain right now is, how many times is he going to be me tooed at the college? Oh man, Jesus. Huh. Everyone That's just wants a, to become famous. Sorry. I had to make it. I had to make the joke. Yeah. I mean, there's a, it's a lot of things that could go wrong in that situation, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, he goes on to say, it's a class I wish I would have had when I was in film school. Working in the classroom with these students gives me a chance to prepare them, uh, McConaughey said in a statement. Making movies, turning words uh, onto paper into film is both science and art, no matter the time or the generation. The elements of truth and genuine joy of the process are timeless. That will always be our classroom focus. Uh, McConaughey, McConaughey himself graduated UT back in 1993. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, he went there. He's been going back and helping, teaching and everything. And now they're like, you know what? Let's, yeah. what are you become Did you say how old he is? How old he is? Yeah. No, he's, he's up there. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was in the movie... Was it Dazed and Confused? I think that's where that famous line came from. I think that was his big line. All right, all right. All right. No, he said the, the thing I love about college, uh, he didn't say college, he was high school. He, and he played kind of an older guy, like uh-huh. in his 30s or something. He's like, the thing I love about high school chicks are that I keep getting older and they stay the same age. So well, I, wonder, I wonder how many students will play that for him while they're in class. I wonder how many times <laughs> he actually thinks about that too in his right. class. I mean, you know. You know, girls nowadays, they be looking good. Yep. Jesus. It's going to be a tough one for him. So good luck, Matthew. Yeah, good luck. Good, uh, good luck out there. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't do something we wouldn't do. Yeah, just act your so, ass off. Something like that. So a big event, D23, just happened. And we learned plenty about Disney up, uh, Disney's upcoming movies, including Jungle Cruise, Star Wars Episode Nine, and Marvel's Black Widow, and more. However, the big surprise came from the details of the 101 Dalmatian prequel. We got to see Cruella DeVille, her new look, and also Emma Stone is her. Good call. Yeah, so not bad. And I saw the photo. It, she, it looked badass. I mean, obviously, they're trying to do it, you know, like nowadays type you know, but it's based back in the 1960s. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great photo. She's looking good. I think, uh, I think she'll do good. So the movie will hit theaters May 28th, 2021 on the 50th anniversary of the animated classic 101 Dalmatian. Was this uh, an animated film? No, this is a live. Uh, I mean, that was a stupid question after you just said Emma Stone. Who's yeah. going to want to see her in cartoon? No, we definitely yeah, want to no. do that. But yeah. We want to see her in real life. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I didn't even know this was a thing. And I didn't even know that she was going to be in it. No, that's great. I so, wonder, yeah, so you guys have talked about their streaming service? Disney? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like six bucks a month or something, I think. I don't know if I pulled all the details from your guys' conversation or uh, uh, what, but I wonder how many of th- these films will be on there. Oh, you know? I mean, they all have to go on there. Because people want to, you know, the second these come out, people want to stream them, you know? Yeah. So they have to all, no one's going to the Redbox no more and like stuff like that. So the second these movies get released out, like 
to DVD or for sale, right? They have to be streamed as well. So that's funny. Actually, I was just at Seven Eleven like an hour ago, uh-huh. and there was a guy out front like uh, refilling red the red box. Yeah. No, it was like the guy that worked in there. Oh, I was okay. like, damn, I, I would have to feel lost if I was uh, working for that company right now. Yeah. I don't think they're doing so hot. So, uh, but Emma at the D twenty three convention, she uh, there was a, the video that they played that she recorded herself, and that's where she revealed the movie would be set in the nineteen sixties London. Nice. So, I don't know. The photo I saw, I was like kind of grungy. It looked cool. It looked badass. It looked like a CD cover, really, to a band. Yeah, so it sounds like this might revolve around Corella rather than... Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, and it's a be, prequel. Cool. It, yeah. uh, you know, there's already the the other one that came out that I don't think was successful at all. Was that just a remake? Yeah, like a remake of okay, it. Okay, yeah. So we'll see what this one's about. That'd be cool. But speaking of other movies, uh, the sequel to Black Panther will be released on May 6th. 2022 oh my gosh yeah that hurts why don't don't even tell me i know like, like i'm that's that's gonna be what i'm looking forward to i can't believe they're gonna like yeah i hate hearing news about movies like four years in the future yeah it's like come on man but the date was released during d23 where marvel's marvel studios boss kevin feig came out on stage bringing with him the director ryan coogler and the pair noted that the sequel would not be called Black Panther 2, but didn't say what it would be called. It should be called Wakanda Forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, where do, I, where do I make a petition? Like, come on now. Right. Where can we sign up for that? Yeah. So while the release would be 2020, 2022, Kugler said himself, we're definitely not taking our time on this. We just want to make it right. So he's basically saying it's not like we're just like trying to make take our time, yeah, and just like maybe not doing stuff or whatever. Like I, I know it's twenty twenty two; it's a long ways away, right? But it's just that we want to make this right. So whatever the hell that yeah, means. they're just trying to make it quality, which yeah. is good. Marvel's just hit after hit as far as quality goes. Yeah, but I mean, I feel I feel like after the last Black Panther and the time that's passed. They should already have this film wrapped up. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, I know. what I mean? I, that's true. That's true. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. They've always done it. Marvel's always done a great job. I just saw um, an advertisement for The Joker. Yeah. That was like the first DC film in a while that I saw the trailer for. And I was like, that's going to be badass. Yeah. You know what? I actually was on Twitter last night and they had, I believe, four, four Jokers. They had Jack Nicholson. Uh, the animated cartoon guy. Right. I forget his name. Matt Hamill. Mm-hmm. I think is his name. They had Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, and they asked who had the best Joker laugh. Right. You know, and I actually, and I voted, and I voted for Heath Ledger, and I, I just anything Heath Ledger did with that character. Yeah, he did a great job. I mean, I thought it was great. Um, but to my surprise, Matt Hamill was actually like 49%. And oh, really? wow. Heath Ledger was like at 42% of the votes. And right. It was a shitload of votes. So that's pretty cool. And he was actually uh, trending on Twitter because of that. So I clicked to his name and people were like, oh man, I thought he died. Or like, you know, everyone's all scared. <laughs> right. yeah. But it was because of that poll. I, I mean, I must have been like super popular poll yeah. that went out. But uh, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that people picked the cartoon animated version. I wouldn't, yeah, that laugh. wouldn't even have crossed my mind even after I read it. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh, Heath Ledger. <clears throat> but I also did see something where they compared the animated version laugh to Joaquin Phoenix's laugh in this new movie that's going to come out. Right. And people were just saying, man, it's almost identical. That's Oscar worthy itself. Yeah. So this movie is going to be. Have you seen the, the trailer? The yeah, one I watched last trailers. night was almost five minutes long. I yeah. was like, holy shit, that's going to be an awesome movie. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's definitely going to be awesome. So we'll we'll see. And he's a, he's a great actor. I mean, I love him in that um, Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash. Movie. Oh yeah, that was good. So I'm I'm excited for that. That's coming out October 3rd, I believe, or 13th, something like that. That's quick. Yeah. So awesome. it's, it's coming out soon. So we'll be there. But anyways. You had a snack earlier, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about being at Seven <laughs> Eleven. I grabbed some Gatorade, and then I couldn't help myself, but they had one of those little side stacks next to their uh, cash register. It was uh, the like flaming hot Cheetos. Uh-huh. Only they were um, they were like little, little kibble kibble sized yeah. balls. I was 
you know, the, what, what was the what did the packaging say? Like flaming hot asteroids or something? Yeah, I don't know. Well, guess what? What's that? A movie about flaming hot Cheetos is on the way. What? Okay. <laughs> All right, got your attention, huh? Yeah. The upcoming biopic about uh, Richard Montañez, the creator of Flaming Hot Cheetos, has found his, its director, and it's gonna the director is gonna be Desperate Housewives star Eva Longoria. Oh, cool. So yeah, so okay, so the person that made Flaming Hot Cheetos wasn't even the same person that made Cheetos no. or something. So I wonder. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. So according to the deadline, there were multiple contenders for the flaming hot job, and Eva Longoria won the one. And I didn't even know she was a director, really, but I, I guess she is. But the the movie about flaming hot Cheetos might sound pretty out there, but the story of Montañas is uh, so compelling that it was only a matter of time to like someone actually picked it up. Right. So check this out. Montañas was a janitor at Frito Lay before creating the snack. That's funny. That's awesome. Actually, now that you mention it, like the Flaming Hot brand mm-hmm. is is to, goes to like almost every chip company. Yeah, because you can buy like that Flaming Hot Munchies, mm-hmm. where it's like the yeah, yeah. what is it like Sun Chips, Cheetos, Pretzels, yeah, but it's Frito Lay, and it all has okay. Is it all those under Frito Lay? I think so. Okay, so Mon- Montana is a son of an immigrant and worked on farms picking grapes in the, uh, Southern California. He later got a job as a janitor at Cheetos manufacturer Frito Lay. And during this time, cleaning toilets uh, during the 70s, he came up with the idea of a new variety of Cheetos. According to a report, Montaigne's got an idea for the hot variety of Cheetos while he was eating a cup of corn. He says, I see a corn man adding butter, cheese, and chili to the corn and thought, what if I added chili to a Cheeto? Nice. So, you know, he obviously ate Cheetos from the factory where he worked at, cleaning right. the toilets and everything. So according to the report... Montañas uh, bolted into his mother's kitchen and whipped up some spices for a test version of the snack. He apparently called the president of Frito-Lay to propose uh, his new flavor and was given two weeks to prepare a presentation. The president uh, apparently loved the idea and the Flaming Hot variety is now among Frito-Lay's best-selling products worldwide. Nice. Montañas is currently an executive at PepsiCo, which owns Frito-Lay. Oh, wow. Okay. Parent company, a parent company. <laughs> yeah. So talk about just a smart dude. Yeah. Like taking advantage of a situation, uh, opportunity or something. Yeah. Just an idea he had. And then now he's an executive over at PepsiCo, That's which sweet. is huge, right? That's sweet. Crazy. So the Flaming Hot movie is being written by Louis Kolick, who previously wrote October Sky and Ladder 49. There is no word yet who will play Montañez in the Flaming Hot movie or when it will be released. But I'll tell you what, if, uh, I mean, I'm willing to be him if they want to cast yeah, me on. For sure. You know? Doors open. Yeah. I'm willing to be the. I've seen you pick grapes. You do a great job. Yeah. I got a grape. That was not, not a racist yeah, joke uh-huh. either. You got a grape bush in your front yeah, yard. Yeah, I got a grape bush <laughs> in my front yard. Killing it every year. <laughs> That's funny. So um, yeah, that's pretty. Like when I read that, I was like, "This, this is kind of stupid." Like, right? And then I read about like no, the that's guy. pretty cool. So yeah, it's you know, it's not just going to be about like, oh, here's hot Cheetos. This yeah. Is, but it's like his whole life story. Well, I mean, it's like they they made a movie called The Founder a few years ago, uh-huh. and that was about uh, Ray. I think his name is Ray Kroc, who actually he started as a as a salesman that sold milkshake machines. Okay. And he was in this restaurant with these two young guys that, uh, and I didn't see the movie, so sorry if I'm a little off on this, but um, it it was. It, uh, they kept going through these milkshake machines and he's like, well, what the hell are you guys doing? And he realized what they had built. This was in California and it ultimately it became McDonald's. And he, I think he was the one that propped them up to start expanding their, their business. Really? Yeah. Huh. So it's like he was a milkshake sale, salesman and then, or a machine. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say he started like Jamba Juice or something. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would make more sense. Yeah, it makes even, more sense you know? than McDonald's. So I'm going to have to check that movie out now. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. But I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's what happened. He was he was selling milkshake machines. Yeah. Realized these guys are burning through them, and said, "Well, I think you have something more productive than you even realize what you what you're doing right now." Yeah, you know what? I, I really like this trend. Uh, we're gonna move uh, past movies now, but I really like this trend in movies where, I mean, even the biopics. Like uh, not that long ago, I watched the Queen movie. 
I heard yeah. a lot of negative reviews on it. It was just, you know. Yeah. But I watched it and I really liked it. But then also when you get done watching those movies, you like, you go to Google. And yeah, you like right? start Googling names yeah. and you start doing all this to see if it was like like that. And you're like, damn, that's exactly how it was. That's crazy. Yeah. I did that even though I read the book and I knew like the storyline and everything. But the Motley Crue movie that was on Netflix, the same, you know, like just everything like that. Like when you watch a movie like that. But um, now recognizing these people, like you're saying that guy, I haven't heard of the movie, but I'll definitely check it out. But even this guy, it's like if you don't know, like who would just like want to Google this guy? Right. Yeah. You know, unless you're just kind of just bullshitting and the topic comes up. So now, because it's going to be a movie and it's, I mean, it's already getting hyped just because of the directors, even Longoria and blah, blah, blah. Uh, once it comes out, people are going to watch it. And then this guy is going to get the recognition of, you know, being like a, whatever you want to call it, like a yeah. successful, you know, like minority and everything like that. So that's pretty cool. Cause otherwise you probably would never even thought of this guy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I never. You figure Frito Lay does Cheetos, so Frito Lay's made spicy Cheetos. It wasn't just a random guy that was like, right. "Hey, you know what?" Like but, the lab was just testing shit. Yeah. It was just the janitor was like, "Hey, yeah, this is gonna work." Yeah, that's cool. And and I mean, I'm willing to bet it's a close race, but I'm willing to bet that hot Cheetos is probably more popular than normal Cheetos. Ooh, I don't know. A lot of kids eating those regular Cheetos. Yeah, but like once you like hit teenage years, yeah. everyone switches to the spicy That's Cheetos. That's true. That's true. So I don't nah, know. I'm good. just saying it's probably a close race, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things. We'll check. We'll we'll research that. Yeah, and you for guys sure. Know, but yeah. So over the weekend, Mister Wonderful from uh, Shark Tank. You know who that is Kevin O'Leary. So Kevin O'Leary was uh, was involved in a boat crash in Ontario, Canada, that left one man dead, and well, actually another uh, lady passed away as well later. Um, the incident happened on Lake Joseph late Saturday around 11:30 p.m. when a smaller boat owned by O'Leary rammed into a larger boat, going directly over the bow and striking a man or a male passenger in the head, killing him instantly. Holy shit. Uh, the uh, a source connected to the owner of the large boat tells TMZ they they uh, told police after impact there was enough light to ID the people on O'Leary's boat and the owner said it was O'Leary and his wife. And then uh, you know they're saying we can't confirm if it was Kevin and his wife. The thing is, it says it was eleven thirty p.m. Oh shit! And then the owner of the boat that got rammed where the the guy got killed, they're saying there was enough light for us to see who was in that other boat, and it was, you know, it's like, huh. What was the reason they hit the boat? Uh, O'Leary uh, says that the bigger boat didn't have any lights on. Uh, okay. So it was just kind of in the lake with no lights, and by the time they got, you know, like close to it where they saw it with their lights, yeah, they rammed into it. So it was kind of just, okay. you know, an accident. So it's light enough that they can see people on the boat, but not light enough for them to see a boat. Yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds a little suspicious. Yeah. <sighs> so in an update from Kevin O'Leary, he uh, tells TMZ, late Saturday night, I was a passenger in a boat that had a tragic collision with another craft that had no navigation lights on and then fled the scene of the accident. Oh, and he's saying he's uh, fully, you know, cooperating with the authorities. He goes on out of respect for the families who have lost loved ones, and to fully support the ongoing investigation, I feel it's inappropriate to make further comments at this time. My thoughts are with uh, all the families affected. But uh, a rep for O'Leary tells or says Kevin's wife was driving the boat at the time of the crash, and she was uh, administrated uh, a DUI test, which she passed. So nice. That's good. He also says the third person in Kevin's, there was a third person in Kevin's boat and was injured. She went to the hospital, received stitches and left. Uh, O'Leary's rep wanted to clarify that O'Leary's boat was not the one that fled the scene. Although the other party in the bigger boat are claiming that O'Leary's boat was the one that fled the scene. So they're saying they left or he left, you know, stuff like that. Um, but we have updates since then because this happened this past weekend. 
Sources connected to Kevin Tell, TMZ, the Shark Tank star, says there is video that captures the area of the lake where the collision occurred. He is looking to get the video enhanced to prove the navigation lights on the other boat were not on. Kevin believes he will he will win and exonerate his wife and him. However, sources connected to the other boat insist the navigation lights on the boat were on at the time of the collision. Hmm. So, I mean, hopefully they could get that video. I mean, long story short, it's just tragic anyway. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so uh, yesterday, Wednesday, August 28th at 9 a.m., an update. The woman who was critically injured in the accident has died. According to Ontario Police, 48-year-old Susan Brito passed away on Tuesday as a result of the horrific injuries. Police also revealed the other uh, fatality was uh, Gary Poltash, a 64-year-old man from Florida. Three other passengers were injured, but treated and released from the hospital. Wow. So, condolences to the family there. That's just, I mean, I don't know. The hell are you doing on the on the lake at 11.40 at night just cruising? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about Lake Ontario, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's too bad. Yeah, that just, you know. And it, it's just, a, it's a big deal because it's like a, such a high profile guy. Right. You know, rich guy. So, even though he wasn't the one driving. I say, apparently he was not in a yacht, though. No. No. So. <laughs> I think he actually called his boat. It was like it's like a they they keep saying it's a smaller boat yeah. compared to the other one he hit or they hit. Uh, it's a wakeboarding boat. And oh, okay, so it it's probably one boat. of those like shallow bottom ones that yeah. can go, go through the water pretty quick. So they're probably going pretty quick, and they just yeah. all of a sudden they, it's just a black shadow, and they just rammed into it, and it just happened to be some guy was standing there and just took him out. You know, Jesus. But I want to end the podcast on on this one. So, previous podcast we talked about this, and I actually had some people hit me up. Is uh, we talked about uh, vaping and how it's like bad for you. Yeah, I heard. I heard in the news recently. There's some. Yeah. So uh, we actually have uh, a guy that listens to the podcast hit me up, and he was like, "Yo, I legit listened to your guys' podcast last night or whatever, and I just cold turkey quit." And I was like, are you really? serious? Like, it was That's weird. That's awesome. Like, are you just, like, saying that? Or he's like, no, legit. Like, I've been kind of wanting to quit because I quit smoking so or, or right. something like that. So I wanted, I've been wanting to quit vaping as well. And then when I heard you guys' podcast and you guys talking about, like, the side effects or, you know, it being bad for you and stuff, I was like, you know what? Uh, enough is enough. I, I'm done. Yeah. So he quit. So I hope you are still on the wagon yeah. and you're not vaping because... The first person has died as a result of a recent vaping lung injury outbreak. And congratulations to that listener, man. That's a that's a yeah, big deal. Yeah, congratulations for sure. And I hope, like I said, like you're you're still you're not doing it. And if you kind of started doing it again, it's okay. But listen to this one because yeah, people are dying from it. Um, more than 190 people have suffered severe lung injuries in 22 states in the outbreak that started at the end of June, which is kind of weird. So it's kind of yeah, like something pretty going sudden. On. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Illinois official reported on Friday that the patient with severe lung damage linked to vaping has died. Uh, the latest news in the outbreak likely affecting more than 190 people nationwide. So that's crazy because it's not even like just say like Chicago, mm-hmm. like a, a hundred and nine. Then it's like you could probably like narrow it down to why like maybe the vaping machine or whatever they're putting in it and stuff like that but this is 22 states nationwide yeah that's that's pretty big is this um i thought was it related to nicotine or thc this one's the thc yeah the severity of the illness people are experiencing is alarming and we uh, must get the word out that using e-cigarettes and vaping can be dangerous said Nagozi ezekiel of the illinois department of public health in a statement on the death. CDC officials uh, upped the number of possible cases in the outbreak to 193 as of Friday, up from 154 uh, reported earlier in the week. Illinois officials have not released the name, age, or gender of the person who died, saying the person was an adult. You can Hmm. basically, I mean... The stats say like, you know, teens and early, you know, not many right. older people are doing it. So it's probably like teens, you know, probably 
16 to 35 or yeah. 36, something like that. I could see, like, I, I would imagine, like, the, the uh, vaping, the e-cigs in particular, I don't and the THC stuff, I don't know where that would lie on, on the scale, but when they started, first started introducing vaping, that was like a serious fear of mine for uh, minors because I was like, cigarettes, I don't, anyone that smokes knows, especially when you start, they taste like shit. Mm-hmm. So like, but to pick up an e-cig and like, oh, this is melon flavored. It's like, fuck yeah, this t- that tastes good. And I'm awesome, apparently, <laughs> when I do it or whatever, yeah. you know, I was like, that's serious concern right there. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're saying the cause of the outbreak is a mystery, uh, but does not seem tied to the to an infectious disease. So it's not like something that you know they're kind of seeing a pattern on. So right. it's, it's a mystery. Many of the patients reported vaping oils containing THC, the marijuana ingredient that gets uh, you high, just before the symptoms started. So that's wow. kind of like the the trend of all the the people that have been getting sick that they uh, were vaping with the THC oils. Hmm. So I don't know, man, that's uh, not good. Yeah, I know. That's kind of scary. I wonder if it's something they're doing, like treating it while it's out in the field or you wouldn't think so because they're extracting it into an oil or something. Yeah, it's just like an oil, you know, I mean, it's a hundred and... You know, 93, 99 cases, it's a lot. It yeah. can't, you can't just say it's like a group of kids. Right, right. Like, it's it's a lot within 22 states. Yeah, I wonder if they'll be able to trace that back to, like, a batch or something. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, I mean, I don't. that's not worth it. Getting yeah, sick no and dying from no that, way. like... They got edibles now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't even use pot or anything, but... Uh, yeah, there's so many different forms. It's like, okay, well, if that's a problem, maybe we should just try something else. Yeah, or just don't do drug kids. Yeah, that too. Don't do that. Yeah. I've never done a drug in my life, and I've never once been like, damn, I should do drugs. Right, you're missing out? Like, yeah, yeah no, and I live you're, a bitch you're in not missing life. missing out. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That's, uh, that's unfortunate, and hopefully uh, they kind of figure out what's going on with that, and, you know, people kind of wake up a little bit, that do that kind of stuff and just maybe you're just like you know what this is not worth it like our buddy that hit us up and told us that's why he quit right just yeah no, realizing that's good so uh with that we're gonna end the podcast podcast number 49 49 yeah next Ooh. one will be 50 so do we have a party at 50 or do we have a party on our one year anniversary which will be i believe the following week like september 13 ish whatever day uh, we would do it then, so like the second week of September. So when do we have the party is the question. My answer is on, on the number of episode. So 50. 50? So, so next 50. week we have yeah. to have a party. You have a party. Huh. That's you have an audio party. Audio, yeah. I mean, next week uh, I think we'll have a special guest come back on the show. Just like uh, Hater Dave here. Yep, Maybe we'll yep. bring you too. Oh, yeah, maybe that'll make the audio party. Yeah. I'm not sure. You'd have to figure out how to make it a party. I'll get drunk. I'll tell you what. You have me on, I'll just get plastered. I mean, that's a party and stuff right there. <laughs> we might have to wait for the, I don't know, a week. It's coming up quick. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's already going to be Friday by the time this is Yeah, this is out. Ah, whatever. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah. So uh, make sure you guys uh, hit us up on our social media let us know how we did today and then also let us know what we could do better in the future. We are becoming, or we are coming up to our one year anniversary. So we definitely want to stick around for you guys and just provide you the best content that we can. So your guys' uh, comments and, you know, suggestions mean a lot to us. Uh, hit us up on our social media. That's at the gamer underscore boys, Twitter and Instagram. You can check us out on Facebook. You can also go to our website, thegamerboys.com. You can listen to the podcast there if you didn't know that already. Or any big music podcast platform, we're on there. Gamer Boys, the Gamer Boys. Just type that in. That's all you need to do. And uh, you'll see us there. So make sure you go on there and then also subscribe so you guys could uh, listen to us every week and then please share. That means the most to us. Just sharing to your friends, family, coworkers, anything like that, that helps the most. And then um, if you're rich like Dave, you could uh, donate to us on anchor.com <laughs> or anchor.fm backslash the gamer boys. You can go on there and donate. 
we uh, definitely appreciate that too. It's not like we're going to be like, no, don't do it. But we're just saying that, um, you know, sharing the podcast is the best thing you can do for us. So we can grow bigger and uh, do more events and more giveaways and just everything possible for you guys. So make sure you check us out, like I said, at thegamerboys.com and at thegamer underscore boys on all social media. What do you got? Um, I got nothing. Got My nothing? platforms are open. Uh, when we get going, two dumb hunks at gmail.com, two, two dumb hunks on Instagram. That's already live, actually. And I think we have a, a Twitter, Two Dumb Hunks at Twitter. So hopefully we'll get that off the ground. Maybe be something appropriate. That's that's our goal, to be funny but appropriate because we're all over the place. But, um, yeah, and hopefully I'll get to uh, tune in or be on the podcast again soon. And uh, Yeah, yeah, and I actually, you know, just to end it on this, I, you know, I have listened to your podcast and I, I enjoyed it. It's uh, news, informational, and you know, you're not always going to go like, I know people have their, their news places where they get news. Some people go yeah. CNN, some people go here, some people go there, you know, stuff like that. So it's always cool to get some other people's opinions on, on stuff or, right, right. you know, you're not always going to talk about everything that's going on. Just like on our podcast, we cannot bring you all the news that's going on. You know, we can't, so I, you know, I can't tell you what Miley and Liam are doing this week, you know? So that's the thing like it's it's uh it's good to have other podcasts to go to and just kind of listen and you know just enjoy uh there's plenty of time to listen to stuff i know we uh drive a lot yeah you know you might be on a mountain bike ride you might be working out at the gym anything you're doing like that just put it on a podcast and you know we definitely put in the hard work to bring you guys the content so you uh you and uh what's his name duke need to definitely put this out because i know people will enjoy it yeah, for sure. I appreciate all the input, and uh, we're, we're working on it. Duke just had a brand new baby, so... Yeah, that's we, a tough one, dude. I think we're putting on hold for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, so congratulations to him and his baby, and then uh, anyone else that's listening and had a baby, congratulations. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, someone else. Oh, yeah, one of my other co-workers. Yeah, yeah co-worker good, good had a baby. Mine. Yeah, he had a, he had a brand new baby girl. Yeah, there you go. Now it's Dave's turn again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hold off as long as I can. I'm trying to, trying to, uh, uh, you know, smoke a mirror my wife with a new house. So hopefully yeah. that'll that'll come to uh, there we go something soon. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure you smile more. Make sure you pay it forward, and make sure you're a nice person. Don't be a dick. And with that, game on. Game on, guys. Mm-hmm.